Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! Man, I already feel electricity. K4 main event is sitting in the building. I can't wait to see this fight. October or March 16th, we're going to have the Out of Luck. Uh, K4 presents Out of Luck. And the main event is going to be Javier Torres versus Sean Doyle, professional Muay Thai. Uh, I know Javier's got lots of uh, pro boxing fights, and Sean Doyle is making his pro debut. And we're going to be here to call it. First of all, let's throw it to Sean. How does it feel to make a pro debut at home? Absolutely amazing. This is, you know, something I've been looking forward to um, really since I started, you know, having that dream of turning pro and everything. And here it is. And thankfully, um, when I'm choosing to do so and when I have the opportunity to do so is when we have uh, really awesome promotion in K4 to make that happen. That's a, that's a really cool answer. And now I'm going to turn this over to you, Javier. You've got a lot of pro fight experience. You already had three fights. You got, you've already had your first pro win. All that's out of the way, but you haven't fought Muay Thai before. Is this um, a professional Muay Thai before? Is this um, is this nerve wracking to you, or is it just another day in the park for you? Um, I would say kind of in the middle. Uh, not, the nerves are always going to be there, um, no matter how much you try to hide it or not want them to be there. But um, I definitely am, am a little nervous, but more because I'm excited to finally let me use all my weapons against somebody who wants to do the same thing who wants to come in and give a battle. And that's what I'm looking for, no matter what combat sport I'm, I'm doing. But to do it as a Muay Thai fighter and professionally, is it's really like a dream come true. Okay, so uh, that's awesome because you talk about the weapons. And that's kind of what this fight is going to be about. Obviously, you have two amazing weapons right here. And, and these two things, Thank you. we've seen them very effective in your fights. I went back and I watched your fights and... Man, like you, you definitely got some good combinations. You got some footwork. Even when the guy kept switching stance on you, you, you just, <laughs> yeah, you, you were able to, to keep your footing and you're keeping a range. But now there's more weapons. Now you're fighting Muay Thai. Now we're going to add elbows and knees and kicks. And uh, Sean Doyle proved he's a master at elbows. And now those pads are going to be off. So uh, I want to know what both you guys think about um, your ability to deliver your weapons and what weapons you're looking to deliver in the, in this fight. And uh, I'm going to start with you, Javier, since I started with Sean last time. Well, for me, um, like you said, first of all, thank you for, I mean, the last fight was against somebody who everybody thought I was going to lose against, and he came and made me work. And my game plan is to be able to use all my weapons, use what I'm good for, good with, you know, using my hands to set up my elbows, using my angles to try to, you know, set up whatever I can. Because Sean, I've seen some of his fights and he loves coming in, throwing those elbows. And that's what I want. I want to be able to test myself against somebody like Sean. Awesome. And now I'm going to turn it over to you, Sean. And, uh, like, I love the way that you talk. You never, like, trash talk, but you always say what you're going to do and then you implement it. And sometimes it feels like trash talking, but I know... Like that's that's just the way you talk because you're you're just stating what you think are facts. So let's hear how you're going to implement your weapons and how you think the fight's going to go. Yeah, man. I, no, I appreciate that, and I appreciate it. You you take it that way because I never I never want to <coughs> that way at all. It's all love and respect, but yeah, respectfully, obviously. Um, like I said, it at the end of my Oliver fight when we were chatting in the interview there. That really wasn't half of what I have to offer, and I'm still, I look back at that fight, and I'm not thrilled in that. Um, the time between then and now with Worlds and everything that we've been doing in the gym, I'm a completely different fighter. Um, so, you know, you talk about using Javier's last fight to base him for this one. You, you can't even use my last fight to base me for this one. I'm so much different, and I'm so much more evolved than I was then. Um, you guys are going to be impressed with a lot more than just the elbows this time around. All right. I have another question. I'm going to start with you. How do you think the clinch is going to go? This is uh, what I think could be a, a very determining factor of this fight. Uh, obviously, you've shown some skill in the clinch. Uh, I, you're probably improving, I'm sure. So uh, I want to hear your thoughts on it first, Sean, and then we'll uh, turn it over to Javier. Obviously, Javier is a little bit bigger. Um, you know, this is a bigger weight class for me. That plays a factor for sure. 
Um, but I think the technique is just going to be too much for him. The speed's going to be too much for him. And, of course, I do have those tools of the elbows. He's never seen those elbows. He's never seen three or four of them put together off the same hand, and then all of a sudden you're getting with a kick, you know, to wrap that up. That's different than anything he's seen before. I fought Josh Smith too, you know? All right, and we're going to turn over to Javier. How do you think you're going to be able to deal with the clinch being the bigger fighter? Um, I think I need to use that to my advantage. I think especially not ever using the clinch and elbows and knees as much as a professional. Um, but I invite, like I said, I invite that out. That's what I want him to do. I want him to come in and give me multiple combinations, multiple elbows, just so that way I can use that to my advantage. And when it comes to the clinch situation, just try to use as much technique as I can to keep him down because, again, he is coming in with more experience clinch-wise. Um, but I am going in there to show him that just because I've never fought as a professional Muay Thai fighter doesn't mean that I don't know how to use the clinch and how to use the clinch with my knees and my elbows. Hey, Javier, since you got a boxing background, are you going to use the jab? I have to, man. <laughs> jab is a necessity in any fight. Right. I, um, I have an interesting question because I watch both of you guys fight, and you both have high volume, and you both like to push the pace. Javier, you seem to come a little bit more forward than Doyle, but Doyle, you you are very aggressive on the outside. You play the angles, and you're also very aggressive, and you're always driving action forward. Who do you think is going to push the pace in this fight? And and is it, is it going to be like what range is the fight going to be in? Are you going to be fighting kicking range? Like is Javier going to jump through the kicking range, or are you going to be fighting that long range? I, I don't want you to uh, – don't say too much and spoil your game plan or anything, but uh, spoil your game plan and let us know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that kind of just comes down to mid-fight mid adjustments. We got five three-minute rounds, you know. Um, so mid-fight adjustments, we're going to have to see where that fight takes us, what range is working best, where we have to go. Okay, if there's a range that's not working best, how can we adjust to make it work better? What do you think about you, Javier? I've seen you, uh, even though that guy kept switching stances on you, just like, oh, whatever, just kept trucking forward, dog. Like, that's some uh, serious chin you got in there, too. Um, I, like he said, it's going to be an adjustment, but I am going to make sure that I keep that volume going because for me, volume is a great way to set up multiple strikes and keep pushing forward, keep trucking, and no matter what the situation is, make sure that I have the higher output. Nice. Ray, I know you want to ask your leg kick question. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Javier, how's your leg kicks? <laughs> you go um, they're good. They're good. And I, I cannot wait to find out myself when it comes to March 16th. But um, before boxing and before any, before I became a professional boxer, I was doing MMA. So I, I got leg kicks and I know I had to set them up. I know how to throw a kick. I know how to throw a knee. Um, and I think a lot of people are going to be surprised when they find that out. For all you guys watching at home, you can look up uh, Javier's fight on uh, FCP. Uh, he threw a lot of kicks in that fight, too. You can see him. Threw, he threw some head kicks. Um, I, I can help you with the technique on that a little bit. But your kicks look really good. Uh, Thank you. You look uh, like a little bit flexible for the head kick, but like it's hard to tell. Uh, totally different um, style of fighting, too. Uh, I know that guy was trying to take you down a little bit more than that. Um, Doyle, do you have any response to, uh, to that, to the leg kicks? Oh, yeah. Throw them. <laughs> Throw them. I'm, I'm in about yours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, but, uh, trust me, they're going to get thrown. They're going to get thrown. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I got a question. This is uh, – I don't mean this to be insulting. This is kind of supposed to be funny. But are you going to have a better tan this time than last time, Doyle? Because uh, last time, every time you got hit, there was like giant welts and red marks on you. Uh, you're a little bit too white to not get a tan before these fights. You know what, though? It's out of luck, man. It's the day before St. Patrick's Day. I just got to let these colors ride. <laughs> I can get that. You can't be mad at that answer. Right? Like, dude, you're gonna touch me one time, and my ribs will be red, and that is what it is. That's just how it is. That's how I am. I look forward to painting that canvas, man. <laughs> 
So <laughs> we were, uh, this is totally a little bit off topic, but we were uh, we were talking with Tom Kilkenny, and Tom's like, yeah, look how much damage Doyle took. I was like, man, like you touched Doyle and he turns red. Like that's right. not really damage. <laughs> that's been something since like I was 16, 17, started fighting and stuff that like, yeah, even with, with like the way back with the shin guard fights and stuff, you know, one on the ribs and all of a sudden it looked like I was uh, all, all beaten up, but come out winning all three rounds. And it's like, what? I mean, I can't talk my shit either. I get hit in the nose and that's already automatically red. Yeah, It's just part of the game. Yeah, it is. And, but like, man, like sometimes the judges are so bad. Like, oh, look, I see damage. Like, that's some damage. And like, I think we should get you some bodybuilder, like pain or something and (laughs) coach you up a little bit. So you get a little bit of a tan for, uh, (laughs) for the fight. Especially for guys down state. They're going to be bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, what is your goals for this fight and after this fight? Are you going to continue to fight for K4? Are you going to uh, – where are you guys going to go next? Or what, what's what's going on in your professional lives? Um, because we know how the fight's going to be. And I got I got some fight about the, uh, some questions about the trash talk in a cage. That was really could use some work. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody's been telling me that. <laughs> but uh let, let's find out a little bit more about you guys what's what's gonna happen for you next after this fight Javier I want to continue fighting um I want to make statements no matter where I'm fighting at um I want to continue to set an example as a father um because I started this by myself became a fighter by myself and now as a family man I found better motivation um I, my kids see somebody chasing their goals so I'm going to continue being that example for him. But at the same time, I'm going to continue to kick ass no matter where I'm at and putting on good shows. As long as the All money's right, right too. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you should start with that, dog. You're professional. That's what matters first. Like, uh, oh, no, <laughs> see, like I said, though, above and beyond the money, it's about getting in there and testing yourself, proving yourself as a fighter and getting in there with some of the best people in the world and proving to yourself and to everybody else that this is where you belong. Yeah, I like that answer. But I like the money answer uh, just as much. Uh, <laughs> what, what's uh, what's next for you, Doyle? Yeah, man, I'd love to keep riding it out with K4 and everything. Um, I've already got hit up from a couple other promotions um, that I really look forward to seeing some, some opportunities with and everything. Um, but as far as that goes, it really is one fight, as a time, one fight at a time. Um, I'm a fresh slate. I'm 0-0 again, you know. Yeah. So starting all over, O and O, it's completely, completely fresh start. Get to one and O, and we go from there. But we got to worry about that getting to one and O first, right? Right. Uh, so you can continue on. You're gonna do Muay Thai. That's really all you're you interested in. You, you looking into any K one or anything too, or just uh, Muay Thai? You know, like um, obviously with promotions like One Championship and stuff, um, implementing both of the styles and everything. I prefer Muay Thai. I want to keep doing Muay Thai eventually down the line or even sooner down the line. Whenever, if it makes sense for me to have a K1 fight, I would take one. But that matchup would need to make sense and as long uh, as well as, like, the weight and the money, right? Always the money. <laughs> and then, uh, Javier, are you going to be looking into doing more Muay Thai or are you going to stick with boxing? I'm doing it all. Earlier? I'm doing it all. I will. I will box. I will do Muay Thai. I've done a couple K1s as an amateur, and I'm just going to keep on being a fighter. Would you do um, bare-knuckle fighting? Uh, <laughs> okay, so, okay. As a professional, I, I made a promise to my wife that I'd take one MMA fight, and then opportunities came about with bare-knuckle, but, like, it would have to be the right deal. Gotcha. <laughs> what about you, Doyle? Would you do bare-knuckle? When you say the right deal, yeah, I mean like a, a pretty, pretty, pretty penny. Um, Sanchai needs someone to hop in there with in Thailand, and we're doing bare knuckle, and like it's a privilege, you know, and you're making bank. Um, oh hell my yeah! My mom, who's probably watching, absolutely not. That's <laughs> the answer. <laughs> yeah, mom supports you no matter what you do. She's one of the best moms out there. She's, She's awesome. always <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I can go one of two ways. I got to go to the moms because I, I know how much uh, your mom follows us. Like, she always comments on all my stuff now that I've had you on the podcast a few times. So, uh, you better look out, though, because Ray likes the grandmas. So, uh, you, better, uh, <laughs> you better watch your mom, dude. Don't, don't let Ray around your mom, man. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Sorry, Ray, I see all the memes he be part. posting. You're gonna be, your mom's, it's going to become a meme. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, man. Well, I'm sorry, but it's, it's kind of the truth. So, <laughs> poor seven six five guys. Um, anyways, um, oh, Rain knows man. what I'm talking about. Yeah, Rain got no shame. Rain got. No I like shame. it. I like it. Yeah, you you and Ray would get along really well. I think. I, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, man. We can have a beer afterwards. Yeah. We yeah, yeah definitely, man. We Ray gets pizza the day after, so we always get pizza the next day. So yeah. uh, we'll have to get you guys out for pizza, too. Uh, Sounds good. Maybe this, maybe this time Ray will invite me, too, and never invites me. <laughs> he knows how much pizza I eat. I like that we got the cool nerdy guys on this side and the bald, uh, bald tough guys on that side. <laughs> yeah, right? I can't figure it out. Says the guy, I'm wearing a Transformer shirt. Yeah. Are you really? I, can't, I couldn't see it. Oh, damn, it's an Autobot shirt. Yeah. Oh, wow. I guess you're kind of nerdy, too. Tori, I, 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 I mix in well with all the crowds. Yeah, I got you. Uh, <laughs> Sean Doyle rules Adam Sandler style. I don't know what that means. Oh, I know that. Oh, Doyle. Oh, Doyle rules. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Joe? Oh, man. Anyways, um, let's get back to uh, what your parents think about this uh, fighting stuff. I, your mom seems to really support you. How does she feel when you fight? Does, did she encourage you to do it or discourage you to do it or, or how's it going? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, she really wants me to just do whatever I want, whether that's fighting or something else. It doesn't really matter to her as long as I'm happy, healthy, and you know, safe and everything. Um, while she's watching the fight, she's watching through her fingers like this and like yeah. holding on to whoever's nearby for dear life. Um, you can ask Superfly. He's fell victim to that a couple of <laughs> times. So, but yeah, they, they absolutely want me to pursue everything. They know this is my dream, my passion that I put the past seven years into it and they've been there for all of that. So I can't thank them enough for that. And I really look forward to going out there and starting everything and being able to hopefully do something enough with that to be able to pay them back for it. That's amazing. I, I really like that. And then, uh, Javier, obviously you're married, so you're in a little bit different uh, situation in, in life. What does your wife think about the fight? Does she come? Does she watch the fights? Does she encourage uh, oh, you? Oh, yeah. Or... She's super supportive. She's always walking out with me. Um, when she got with me, I was already in the fight game. And uh, she, I told her my time and time again, I will be 80 and still fighting if I could. And she's going to be with me the entire way. That's awesome, man. You might be 80 and still fighting. Like People keep fighting longer and longer. Uh, yeah. So uh, hopefully we're still doing this in uh, 40 years or so. I don't know how old you are. That, that's probably only 60. I won't be here longer than that, dude. So you're out of luck. After that, you got to find another podcast host. But uh, I've probably got 40 <laughs> more years in it. So. Hey, Ben's you guys, a little younger, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how old are you, Sean? Uh, 23. Oh, you're older oh, than man. I thought. I really you're 23? Yeah. How old are you, Javier? I'm 33. Oh, man, 10 years. That's awesome. So we got uh, the veteran. Well, not really, but we got <laughs> we got the young guy versus the old Wiley veteran. Uh, we saw that a little bit, too. Um, let's talk about money. So for all you guys watching, um, these guys get a cut of the tickets that they sell. So when you uh, buy your tickets, if you go to promo code and you put in K4 Doyle, Doyle will get uh, credit for the ticket. That you sold, and uh, he'll get some extra cash. Which help. I mean, these guys are professionals, so they actually get paid. But a lot of the amateurs don't get paid. So as we go through and we talk about like how expensive it is, um, it's really expensive to to do these camps. It's really expensive to set up these fights. It's you guys need more medicals than everyone else. So you guys have to get medicals. Um, and uh, for for Javier, it's K4 Torres. So T O double R E S. So if you're just listening on uh, on the audio side of the podcast, it's T-O-R-R-E-S. Uh, it'll be in the description anyway, so you guys can just copy that when you put it in your uh, um, summary. So you, you get your tickets, and then you go to summary, and there's promo code in there. 
Make sure you put in promo code K4Doyle, K4Torres, or K4K Man's Corner. If you put our name in, uh, I promise that 100% of the money that we get from selling tickets is going to go back to the fight bonuses for the night. So uh, if you don't have a favorite fighter, support us, and uh, we'll, we'll try and get back to, to all the guys. Usually the pros win anyways because usually their fight's the best for fight of the night. But uh, uh, hopefully we guys we can get you that bonus tonight. Or not tonight, but on the 16th. I like, think, I like it. Do you guys think that this is going to be a, a, a five-round fight, or you think it's going to end early? How how you guys? I hope it goes all time? five rounds. If it ends early, that means it, it ended early. But I want it to go all five. I want four f- four rounds with nothing but pure brutal action, pure destruction, and pure violence. That's what I'm looking for in this fight. What about you, Sean? Mm, if it goes five, um in shape for 10 but i don't think it'll go five. Oh, i like it i like you it. can be as tough as you want but it cuts a cut are you guys worried uh when you fight time about getting stopped by a cut because sometimes man those cuts can be real bad and they're like so bad you don't even feel it like you get caught and you're like man why to stop in a fight like um like i know elbows are awesome for that reason but they also suck for that reason for uh yeah. for people watching <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, yeah, that's that's really what I'm saying. You know, you can be as absolutely tough and brutal as you want, and come forward and whatever. That's awesome, but split you in the right spot, you start dripping blood. What are you gonna do about it? I don't cut easily. Have you fought with elbows? Don't leave it to the doctor. Oh my god! Yeah, don't leave it to the doctor. <laughs> So let's hope not, man. Let's hope that even if it's a, a nice clean cut, they let us keep going. Because I mean, again, you're gonna have to stop me or put me out for me to not keep going. Okay. Yeah, that dude. I I watched how you're fighting that. No, like man. Doyle. Doyle's the same way, man. Doyle doesn't quit, and like if he's gonna be looking to cut you, so like it's gonna be important that uh, uh, we have the right doctor ringside, so we don't uh we don't get the the fight stopped. Um, so just so you guys know, um. Uh, I know you guys know, but I mean, uh, the people watching at home, uh, the referee doesn't determine when the fight stops or not. The referee can want the fight to go, but if the doctor waves a fight off, then, then the fight's over. So uh, a lot of times they boo the ref when the ref waves a fight off and they get on the ref, but really the doctor's the one that makes the call. So right. um, save your booing for the doctor. Don't boo the ref. Like uh, Jean Paul is one of the best uh, Muay Thai referees around. And I'm pretty sure that he's going to be refing this fight. So, uh, like, if uh, something happens and there's a cut, like, it's not the referee's fault. Go boo the doctor. Don't really do anything bad to the doctor. But you can boo the doctor. Just don't boo uh, don't boo the uh, Jean-Paul. Like, he, uh, man, like, he got some shit last time. He, he's just not the one that stops the fights. Like, it's not on him. Um, so let's uh, keep the, the referee. If it's a bad call, then it's on the referee. If it's anything else, like, it's uh, it's not it's out of his hands. So any, any doctor stoppage is completely out of his hands. All right, let's talk about the trash talk. So you guys, you guys went in the cage, you faced off, and so you guys had a really super intense face off, but the trash talk could really use some work. Um, <laughs> you know, when you guys really, uh, really said anything bad about each other and uh, all kinds of horrible stuff, uh, it was always like, "Yeah, I'm gonna win," and like, "No, you're not. I'm gonna win." Like, and it was pretty much like that, that kind of nice. So uh, we're gonna give you uh, like. I don't know, maybe like two minutes to uh, try and do a better one. And uh, if oh, it's better, damn. I'll top it up and I'll post it. If it's not any better, yeah, at least we tried and we'll just laugh about it later. <laughs> All right, so here we're at K4. Oh, hang on, let me, I'll get the banner going and everything. So if we cut it, it's just, uh, <laughs> that's too K4 fighting out of luck. Sunday, Saturday, March 16th. You guys are going to go to war. We got Sean Doyle and Javier Torres. These guys are going to fight, pro fight, main event of the evening. Sean Doyle, what do you think about your opponent? I think he's going to taste his own blood and be stopped in the second round. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Javier, what do you think about that? I think you're going to run into a wand and realize by the fourth round you ain't going to want to be in there with me anymore. I 
I'm going. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. Let me go ahead and in the in the words of uh, what was his name, Mr. Shamrock. I'm going to beat you with an eleventh death. With a what? With an eleventh death. That's a little bit past my time, man. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so look up Tito Ortiz and and Frank or Ken Shamrock press conference and and just watch that and I got you. <laughs> I I'm sure it was it perfectly executed, but it it missed. I'm not gonna lie. Well, listen, for the like that's a thirty second preparation. I don't I think that was too bad. <laughs> I'm I'm really glad that you guys can both fight really good because you both kind of suck at talking trash. <laughs> Yo, don't don't let my wife catch you saying that because she won't let me hear the end of it. Oh man, she's already she's the main one running her mouth talking shit, talking about how I suck at shit talking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's something you probably should develop to sell tickets, but. Man, it don't really matter as long as your actions can back it up. I, I, I think once they see the fight, I think once they see what we both bring to the table, the words ain't going to mean shit because we leave those at the cage door and we let everything else do the talking. Yeah, I uh, Doyle never talks shit. He's always a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Joe Wall says, bring her on the podcast now. <laughs> I'll definitely mention it. <laughs> Hey, Miss Torres, if you want to come in and talk some shit, I, I know you're in the background. I saw you walk by earlier. If you can hear me, come in and talk some shit and sell this fight. Oh, she'll embarrass everybody here. <laughs> she'll embarrass everybody here. Yeah, that's okay. I, I can't talk uh, trash talk either. My wife is much better at it than I am, too. Uh, I, I think it just comes with, uh, comes with the territory. We spend a lot of time uh, being respectful in Muay Thai, and uh, like it, it's hard to talk trash. Doyle's just... I love the way that um like Doyle is. He's perfect. He just says what he's gonna do, and then he either goes out and does it or he doesn't do it. So it's not like it's just that's the kind of trash talk I think is awesome. And Javier is kind of the same way. So you run into this wall, you know. Like both you guys are super respectful, and um, like while it doesn't make my job very easy to uh, like uh, say like oh these guys hate each other, you guys don't need to hate each other to uh, to really put on a war and. Um, I don't know why why do you think that is why are why are you guys so different than like all these other guys that like just talk a bunch of shit and then sometimes they don't show up sometimes they do show up what's the difference hmm, that's a good question yeah Start with mean, honestly i just need to think you're an awful human being for the duration that we're in that cage right i mean wait what'd you say I just have to. I just have to think honestly. Like like that cage clinks, and you're not Javier Torres anymore, right? Yeah. I don't care how awesome of a human being you are. You know what I mean? That you got kids and everything. That's a completely different person. I respect that about you as a competitor, but when we're in that cage, that's not you anymore. You know what I mean? I'm getting some music. I'm that I can't. It's clear for me. I heard it pretty good. He said, yeah. um. He said that like once the, the door closes, you're not Javier Torres anymore. You're uh, just uh, a, I can't. Uh, All I hear is music coming out of anything. Oh man, you must be listening to something on your phone. I don't know. That's uh, we're clear on ours. <laughs> Joel Wall, very well said, Doyle. He likes it. I like it too. I think that's pretty cool. I clipped it up. Hey Ray, maybe if you take your shirt off, she'll come on camera trash talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so know if Ray, you guys can hear. All I see, all I hear is music we, from we the background. You. We can hear you. Uh, I'm sorry if you can't hear us. It must be something on your phone. Check your phone. You might be playing something on your phone since you got the earbud in, right? No, he's gone. That's right. <laughs> Welcome back, Doyle. It's just a Sean Doyle show now, baby. We trash talk him all the way out of here. His wife told him to get off the. <laughs> She's calm. She's oh man, how excited are you to make your debut uh, in front of the home crowd, dude? Like, this got to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, truly, absolutely. I know so many people are coming out for this one. Um, so many people that can't come out for this one are going to be buying pay per view and everything. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a great time. They're going to be listening to your angelic voices on the microphones. Definitely. Yeah, can you hear us now? Hey, yeah. I don't know uh, what the hell that was. Uh, <laughs> so uh, basically, Doyle said uh, he doesn't care what kind of person you are. You're a great person in real life. 
But uh, once the cage door is shut, he doesn't. You're not a person anymore. You're just a person to uh, fight. You're damn so, right. I'm in there trying to stop you, and you're gonna try to stop me. That's the only way it's gotta be. Yeah, and that's that's why he doesn't really need to talk trash, and like he he's able to separate it like that. And then uh, the question was like, why are you guys so different than all the other guys who talk a lot of trash and then get in there? And then uh, I guess uh, it's on you, not Harvey. Um, well, a, a lot of guys feel like I feel like if you gotta talk a lot of trash, you're probably trying to hype yourself up, and I don't need to hype myself up. I know what I bring to the table. I know I've seen what Sean brings to the table, and that's enough for everybody to come back and then want to come back and see it again. I agree. I think that's pretty well said as well. Um, <laughs> hey, Javi, are, um, are you from Florida, right? From Miami? Yeah, Miami. So, like, you train at Watertown now. Uh, how you like it out there? Oh, it's the best. Like, I once I made the move to New York and started training up here, um, I saw a world of difference. Um, I got my first win up here, um, and this is where I matured as a fighter and started growing with the sport, all the sports that I was in, and really kind of kick-started my career. And um, actually, turning pro, I would have gone pro a long time ago, um, but I was always under the impression that you have to have uh, certain requirements, and it wasn't. And then I found out, no, go ahead, go turn pro, and just keep fighting, and that's what I did. So you think and that it, training in Miami, because you know it's a wild party city, and and being a, a boring town like Watertown, <laughs> it made you focus on training. Absolutely, but I think more it was um, finding my wife and starting a family, and kind of gave me a different motivation. So, I mean, I've always wanted to be a fighter. I've always wanted to go in there and continue doing my craft. But once I became a dad, it was a whole different ballgame. I was sure I would now, like I said before, I'm an example for them. And I intend to show them, you know, what it's like to chase a dream, to have a dream first of all, and then chase it. Are your kids going to be at the fight? What? Are, are your kids going to come to the fight? Um, they're going to be in the area. They have, I haven't never seen me really fight before. They see me spar. Um, and one of my, one of my sons had a reaction that wasn't all that great. He was crying, but I want them to, I want them to watch me. They've seen me on TV before. Like, um, when I go and play back videos, they watch me, but, um, it's something I definitely want to try and get them to do, but I don't want to end up being like, uh, Mark Coleman that one time he brought his daughters in and pride. And yeah. they all started crying, and I think that would break my heart seeing my kids cry like that. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I always brought my kids to watch me fight, and uh, like sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, sometimes it's bad when you lose. You know what I mean? But um, I always thought that that's part of life, and um, yeah. like you're not invincible no matter how how tough you are. And like it's, I always thought it was great for my uh, my kids to see that, you know. Um, because like I'm known as being this like tough guy, but sometimes being tough's not enough. Sometimes you still get put out. Like everything can happen, you know. And uh, like some some of the fighters bring their kids, some of the fighters don't bring their kids. Uh, for a lot, we had a lot in a row that don't bring their kids, and I felt like a terrible dad. So I'm just uh, trying to make myself feel better, but it's not really working <laughs> that well. <laughs> I mean, I want to, I want, I want, who knows? I might even bring them to this one and see how it goes. And then from here on, I'll have them see me uh, fight live, but we'll, t we'll take it one fight at a time. Yeah. How old are your kids? I got two, my twins. I have a boy and a girl twin who are six. I have a 13 year old. And then I have a, a guy, a little boy who's going to be six years old. Oh, okay. Wow. That's some, uh, that's some heavy work you put in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is why it's it's so important for me to set that example because they see me go wake up in the morning, I head to work, and I'm gone, and then I come home and I train and you know spend whatever time I can with them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you guys are gonna watch this on TV and you're gonna find a way to do it, make sure you're watching it at K4 Fighting. Uh, hang on, let me double check. I don't want to say it the wrong way. It's uh, is it dot com or dot TV? Dot I'm gonna TV. look it up right now. Yeah, dot TV. K4 TV. That's where the pay-per-view is. It's the only place to have it. There's 10,000 streamers that are gonna be popping up, especially uh in the next couple weeks or so. It'll probably pop up in the comments of here. Do not click any of those streams, they're all fake. It's only K4 TV. That's the only place to get the pay-per-view. You'll hear me, you hear Ray, you hear Ben Field, and uh, we'll be breaking down the, the coverage for you guys. Um, all the other ones are scams. Make sure you go to K4. 
uh, TV. Okay, oh that's that's the place to watch the pay per views. Tell all your friends that too when you guys uh, when you guys hear it. It's not on boxing anymore. It's on K4 Fighting TV. And uh, the pay per view is supposed to be like hooked up this time. Uh, I know there was a little bit of problem with the start of it last time. They got that all ironed out. It's like a website problem, so it should be all set to go uh, as soon as you order it this time. We we apologize. Uh, I don't have nothing to do with it. I just talk, but uh, I feel bad that the first fight's got a little bit chopped up. Um, we apologize again. Like it, it's technology. We're trying to make it better. We're trying to grow. Trying to be better hosts. Trying to be better uh, at everything. Uh, doing with promotion keeps really trying to grow it and. Like we don't want to miss you guys. You guys are like what sell the show. So we got to make sure that we we get you out there as much as we can because like high level main events like this are what people want to see, and we want to be known for having great events. And if we don't have the pay per view out and it sucks, then uh, we're, it's not great, and we don't want to mess up mess up your fights. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we appreciate it. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I actually, I was just talking to, I was at uh, Buffalo Cryo, and I was just talking to uh, Doc over there, and I was saying, I, th I think someone was telling me the last show, it was the first time using the same um, company as, like, the pro wrestling out of there or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked really nice. Like, even on the Jumbotron and stuff, the quality, everything looked really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah, the, the camera angles were really good. Everything was really good. The sound was great. Uh, all our mics worked good. The TV was good. Everything was good on our end, too. Just uh, getting the pay-per-view out from the venue. Uh, they had some issues with it, with the website and the way they were uh, they were streaming it at first. So they had a, uh, like we had some you. nerds in the back, like, typing some shit real quick and then <laughs> and getting it out, man. Like, I don't know what happened. It's, like, past my pay grade for sure. <laughs> Sounds stressful. Yeah, man. <laughs> It was stressful because we're talking all of a sudden my phone's like burr, 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 burr. I'm like the pay-per-view's not coming through. What well give me my pay-per-view money? I'm like, oh shit. And I, <laughs> kept talking. <laughs> I, was like, I can't even imagine having to deal with that. <laughs> no, thank you. That's too funny. Yeah. Uh, and then uh Ben Ben's kid was sick, so he wasn't there. And then like uh, that's right. Yeah, it was tough because I was trying to do like take the lead and like I don't know how to do that stuff. Like it was I a great event it. all around, though. I, I enjoyed myself. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, man. It was good. Um, I will get back to you guys. Sorry to talk about myself for a minute. You know, like, that's what happens <laughs> when you get the podcast, though. Um, let's talk about your training camps a little bit. You're coming out of uh, ADT Watertown. What, what's it like training there? How many partners do you have? And uh, what, what's a typical day like there? Oh, my goodness. The team there is amazing. Uh, my coach, my head coach, Rick Huntsman, um, he just takes care of everything. He's so knowledgeable in what he's doing. Um, we are here training with the Bang Muay Thai system. Um, I think it's a great system. I I never really use any systems like it. Um, it tends to get very complicated, but once you get to know it, it's great. My training partners, Dylan, Pete, everybody there is there. Everybody's there is a team, and above and beyond that is a family. Um, they know when it's time to put in the work. They're gonna go ahead and help me out, and just as much as I help them out, and we sharpen each other's iron there. How big is your facility? I know ATTs. That's like a gym you have to pay to to have the name, right? So you guys got like a ton of people there, or? Oh yeah, like um, um, for a small town, um, especially the Muay Thai classes, they tend to get really big. And you know, big shout out to ATT uh, here in Watertown, Coach Rick and everybody there. I love you guys. Um, every, you know, it's very family oriented and for a small town, the classes do get really big. We also have a boxing coach, Joey Fratelli, who is just as amazing as everybody there. Um, you know, working my hands, helping me get better there. Um, so I, I kind of switch between Joey and Rick with the boxing and the Muay Thai and trying to, you know, better my craft. So definitely if you guys are in Watertown, go check out the gym, go train with Javier. So uh, one of the only sports where you can go train with, uh, some of the elite guys, like you just walk in and you'll you'll see you'll see some professionals there and maybe they'll beat you up. Don't kink <laughs> nothing kinky though. Like don't pay someone to beat you up. That's some weird shit. Do you ever have a guy like like that one guy was messaging me and Ray for a while? I wanted us to beat him up. Remember that Ray? Like oh, yeah. forever ago? Like with uh, as a kink? Yeah, like some kind of kinky guy. I was like, why don't you yeah. Do that? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that weird. Yeah. It's pretty weird. Yeah. Well, that's probably from a tentacle porn site that you uh you were always frequenting. Anyway, oh, see, so that's, let's... That, that's a little too weird for my taste right there. And I, <laughs> I find myself a little weird sometimes. But even that, <laughs> that's going a little far. 
Yeah, my 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 only kink is Asian, so like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of normal. I don't know, like what, what, what kind of shit. <laughs> hey, you like what you like. Can't be mad at that. <laughs> Joe's like, I mean, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Yeah. If I was sure they would pay me twenty bucks, I'd be someone up. Even if they got off by me beating them up, they're gonna pay me. But I'm not sure. It seems kind of weird. Like, I need the money up front, I guess. And then you can't do nothing weird. You gotta leave your clothes on. But I'll beat you up. I don't really care that much. Yeah. And then Just treat it like a nice big old sparring match. Do you pull a Sean Strickland? Yeah. <laughs> that dude is out of control. <laughs> All right, Doyle. Let's uh, let's try and bring this back on the rails. Let's uh, let's talk about your gym and uh, where you guys are training out of, and uh, give some props to your coaches and how do people come train with you. Yeah, so I train out of uh, Fight Nights Boxing Club, um, Hyde Park in Niagara Falls. Uh, my head coach is Pat Soundora, um, and then Ryan is my assistant coach, and then my main teammates Mikey Stevens, Alex Martell, Kenzie Musgrove. Um, and then we have guys from WMI in all the time, guys from South Towns, um, Gabe and Cassidy from Elevation, we're at Booma. So that's like our, our core, core solid group there. Um, and then we travel or we have people coming out to us all the time to get in, get in that extra work. That's awesome. So you always got teammates and you got great coaching. I know you're, when you travel, you're sometimes the coaches travel with you guys to watch a spar too. I know when uh, Mikey Mom, came out, your yeah. coaches were there, and like it's great to see that you have such a tight knit, um, such a tight knit team, man. And that like your results speak for themselves. Uh, not to take it, anything off of you guys, but how's Mikey's arm? He's doing all right, man. No, I appreciate that big time. Um, he's had to take it a little easy and everything, but he's just been knowing his limits and um, getting the the rounds in, whether it's drilling or sparring, pad work. Until he he knows he's he's got to take it a little easier and you know do his um, exercises for rehab on it and all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm glad all that stuff got worked out with him and Keith and the way it came out. I know like it seemed a little bit uh like um like the X through it was like seemed uh yeah like disrespectful. It, it totally wasn't. And like we're from a different era, dude. Like like that's how it was when we came up. Oh, the champions out. Whoosh, whoosh, who's gonna take the spot? <laughs> you know, like it was yeah. that it was definitely not disrespectful and uh. Like, I didn't even, like, I was sitting in the gym, and then uh, one of my guys came up to me. He's like, oh, man, what's going on with Keith? I was like, what? What do you mean? He's like, that big X through it. I was like, I'd be totally disrespected if that happened to me. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's a champ. Like, that's what happens when a champ can't fight. Someone's got to step up. And, uh, like, we just, then I realized, we wow, that that might be, you could that could be deemed as disrespectful. And, yeah, uh, and I, I mean, it's, uh, it's, all, it's all said and done and everything, but we didn't we just didn't know the fight was even happening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith, Keith said about that too. So that's like, where uh, that's where we were a little like, wait, what? But yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, like when I saw that and I liked it and I loved it and I wanted to apologize for that too. Like I didn't to me like that wasn't disrespectful, but like I know like respect is what this sport's all about, and uh, I didn't mean to throw any shade your guys' way or anything. Like I I thought that was normal, and yeah. So I just wanted to like come out and say I apologize for that too because I put a big heart on it. And, yeah, like I like I'm trying to sell the fight. I was like, oh man, and uh, like he's like, yeah, that's some Dana White stuff, and like he meant it in a positive way. And then uh, my guy was like, yeah, that's some Dana White shit, and he meant it in a not positive way. <laughs> that's too funny. <laughs> no so, yeah, like uh, it's crazy because like we're only just a few years older, but we look at things like so different. Like it, it's so different now, and uh, like sometimes we're gonna come across as disrespectful, but it is really not. And I know. I know Keith, like I train with him all the time. He's my right. best friend. I know he'd never be disrespectful to you guys. We like have nothing but respect for your, your gym and like all the fighters, really. Well, not all the fighters, but all the fighters that fight for K4 and that they, they really fight. You know, like no one likes the guys that talk a bunch of shit and never show up and fight. Like those aren't yeah. even really fighters. Likewise, I appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, I just want to make sure that we got this out live on the air. Uh, I know like everyone we always talk behind the doors but no one knows until like we say it on here and i want to make sure that like it's known because i heard of that and like i thought it was a cool thing man and then it i guess it's not like really when you think about it but like to me that was like cool like everyone knows mikey's a champ you know like he is he's great you know what i mean like it was definitely no disrespect to him because dude I, he's a savage dude yeah man he's a killer he's been he's been helping me out for this camp and everything big time yeah Sorry, Javier. That's some local. Uh, you're fine. Local you're good. You're good. With, I, I don't have nothing to do with your fight, but uh, 
uh, <laughs> sometimes I mean to talk to Doyle about, and I wanted to do it like while we're live and people are watching, and it's not like, oh yeah, like you kiss up to me when no one's watching, but like want to make sure that like. When yeah, I you're good, man. You handle your shit. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it, big time. Yeah, like if you say something, like you have to back up your words and then explain yourself. You know, that's that's what it is. And uh, in this game, dude, we love you guys to death. And like, I always want to promote fights. Like, so I want to make the fights sound great. And uh, I want, but first and foremost, it's always about respecting the fighters. And that's more than, to me, that's more than any of the fights or like anything I get paid. Like, it's always about like giving you guys a platform to really express yourselves and get known because that's how you guys make money too. And uh, like, this is why we started a podcast before when you, we work with any shows, right, Ray? Yeah. Well, Ray was trying to get grandma's, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was setting up some grandma's on Plenty of Fish. <laughs> Back in the day, Ray used to get us uh, like uh, the lingerie football <laughs> players, make us sleep on Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, we got the lingerie football players on for for a podcast where. Yeah, like, like two no years, clothes. three years ago, right? Yeah. It was hot. Yeah. But sleep on the couch since more than three years ago. That was before COVID. It was in the studio. It's like yeah. 2018. Hey man, I heard they're doing big things over there in lingerie football league. <laughs> I'm trying to get some on here again. <laughs> yeah. They don't get paid shit, dude. They get so taken advantage of. Uh, it's terrible. All right, guys, let's uh, we'll get it wrapping up. We're really going off the rails. So, uh, I'm gonna ask a prediction, and then we'll give you a chance to plug your sponsors. Uh, Javier, what's your prediction for this fight? Straight violence. I don't care what round it is. If I finish it in the first, I'll finish in the first. If it goes all the way to the fifth, I'm going to take him to the deepest waters he's ever been in. He's not going to fight anybody like me. Um, and I just want to thank my one and only sponsor, Balanced Nutrition, here in Watertown, always keeping me hydrated. And even bigger shout out to American Top Team here in Watertown, because without them, I wouldn't be the fighter I am. Awesome, man, Javier. Thank you so much for your time. Sean, thank you. question to you. What's your prediction for the fight? Um, he goes nine minutes with me maximum. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give him nine minutes maximum with me. Well, if you include the rest, I'll give him a total of 11, but I'll give him nine minutes actual fight time with me. Um, and I would like to start off by thinking TJH here, um, Odyssey, um, Esquire law firm. Thank you very much. My uh, number one sponsor right there for, for this fight in this camp. I just want to thank Buffalo Cryo, um, Fight Nights Boxing Club, the gym I'm from, um, Limitless Performance, in-house training there for all of our cardio conditioning and everything there. Um, and then also Terry's Boxing Club and Terry's Workout Center. Really appreciate those guys. That's actually where I coach. Um, so they hooked me up there big time with making sure that I can use the equipment, making sure that I have the resources that I need with everything there. Um, right there in Hurdle? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, dude, I you're like two blocks from my house. And your wife like two weeks ago. Yeah, dude. You're so close to my house. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize you're, you're taught there. Like you're, I could run over and spit at you. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. Surprise. Yeah. It's the thing with these small towns up here in the north. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit, man. All right. I'm sorry. I mean, Terry's uh, next sponsor. I, I mean, I cut you yeah, off. Yeah, man. I just got two more out in uh, Weedstock on the res and um, Hedy's Hash by them, too, as well. I appreciate those guys big time. Nice, man. Sorry to interrupt your plugs, but uh, that's yeah, crazy yeah. that you're that close. Yeah. Uh, dude, like, that's amazing. Like, you're, you're right, my neighbor. I should come over and punch you in the face once. Swing <laughs> <laughs> by. Say what's up. Yeah, I will. All right, man. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Remember, K4 Fights. Do not miss these fights. Um, they're going to be at Buffalo Riverworks. Uh, it's, uh, it's called Out of Luck. It's Saturday, March 16th. You can go online. You can get your tickets right now. They're already available. Uh, I'll use a promo code, just K4 and your fighter's last name, or K4 Caveman's Corner. Um, so if you put K4 Torres, K4 T-O-R-R-E-S, Javier is going to be credit for the ticket. Or if you put K4 Doyle, D-O-Y-L-E, he'll get credit for the tickets. Uh, these guys, they have to pay for medicals. They have all kinds of expenses. Yep. They get paid to fight, but not nearly what the pros make. These guys are uh, eking out living. They need to get sponsors. They can use all the money they can get. Uh, we can use all the money we can get. We gave, I gave away $400 on my own pocket last time. Um, I'm gonna I love that. I love that time. you do that. Yeah, uh, I would like to at least break even. Instead of giving away money, I'd like to like scratch even with what I make. And then uh, if I could do that, I would be more than happy to uh, – 
to to do this but like uh i i pay more than i bring in for uh for that but like it is what it is like sometimes i can gather up money sometimes i can't and uh if i can't i'm still gonna give it away like that's that's part of caveman's corner right yeah, respect that. Do with catching up with the money though <laughs> so please send more ten dollars ten dollar gifts so he uh takes off a shirt so we can uh, afford to give away so much more money like we do um and then maybe I next time i'll talk to the wife <laughs> joe wall said he could run over and spit you caveman 2024 that's <laughs> I, that'll be my new presidential campaign definitely gonna do that all right guys Thank you so much for your time. I cannot wait for your fight. You guys are awesome. You're very respectful towards each other. Uh, yep. There's even respect in the cage. Like you're gonna beat each other up, and then you're gonna be respectful right after too, man. And that's that's the best part about you guys. There's nothing fake about you. You don't need to have all the bullshit. You just go and go in, and you're both gonna give us your best effort. And man, this fight is worth it. They don't need the bullshit because they have the fighting skills to back it up. And this is the main event of our card, and it'll probably be one of the best main events K4 has ever had. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot to to live up to. With that being said, but I think this is the fight to make it happen. We got like pro boxing against pro Muay Thai. Doesn't get better than this. This is like style versus style fight almost, and uh, I can't wait to see it. Ray, what's your prediction for the fight? Whoa! Damn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be, I know, right? It's gonna be a banger, though. I believe it's gonna be a banger. Um, okay, stop politics. I'm, I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say be real. This, be real. It, it's not gonna go to decision. That's all I'm gonna say. Somebody's gonna be knocked out. Wow. Who's gonna be knocked out, Ray? I'm not, I don't know. Somebody's <laughs> gonna be knocked out. Damn, K man, you, you put me in the spot, man. I did. I did. For it's real. My favorite thing to do. <laughs> oh, what's that? I said, for real, you put him on the spot for real. I do, I do. I like to do like his face already sweating. He's I can see it. Look at I can see it. So Michael get knocked out. That's all I'm gonna say. And I'll awesome, go to the judges. I appreciate it. I'm gonna ask Reagan on the pay-per-view, and he won't be scared to say it when it's on the pay-per-view. So you guys have to listen to pay-per-view to see what Ray's true thoughts are. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you once again for watching K-Man's Corner. We appreciate you. Thank you to Integrity Martial Arts for paying for this. And uh, we love you all. Have a good night, guys. Peace. Thank you, guys. Later.